Good evening. When I was an usher at a movie theater, uh, the Lair of the White Worm opened, which was a movie that Ken Russell made that Bram Stoker had written the book. Mm -hmm. And apparently... wasn't until um, by coincidence he broke away from um, David O'Selznick who owned everything yeah. and David O'Selznick was doing Jewel in the Sun which turned out to be a shit show and so he's hemorrhaging all of this money and they looked for something to sell and they sold Notorious and that's how if it weren't for that moment we wouldn't have psych Welcome to my show. No clapping. I'm not Howard Stern, but I could fake it. You know, <clears throat> let's just get off with the back. You know, we are in a shit hole country-wise. I didn't vote for the motherfucker. Let's just get that out of the way. Thanks. You know, when you become an adult, Sundays are kind of, oh, cool, okay. You know, when you were a kid, Sundays like, oh, shit. Tomorrow's school. I hated high school. Well, I can't go on radio. This of humor. Yeah. It's brought to you by the... They don't have roads in Antarctica. I want to talk to you about how I'm having a good night. Oh, how much money did you make? And how together we'll change the world. How do you want to change the world? <laughs> oh, five years, five long years. This is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. And um, five years ago, I started the show. And um, it's been an experience. I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about people. And, um, yeah, I, I, you know, it's like the Barbara Walters thing, you know, when I first started this show, I wanted to do a show about women with different personalities. It's called The View. Well, when I started this show, it was the Dr. Zeus podcast in 2018, five years ago, five years ago, I was a different person. Okay. I was a preschool teacher. It was not fun. Uh, yeah. And here I, and I was, how old was I? 37. Yeah. Or as Cher says in Moonstruck, Ma, I'm 37 years old. I didn't have kids till after I was 37. It ain't over till it's over. Yeah. And here we are. I'm 42 now. Um, through this podcast, I have gotten to know a lot of people. They were on the show, Mr. Texas, Jason Elmy of Shit Happens When You Party Naked and Creatures of the Night, George Strombolopoulos. Need I say more? Come on. Uh, in fact, Jason right now is hanging out with Chris Wetzke and Adam Simmons, who don't want a podcast anymore. Boys, fellas, come on the show. Come on. 
they're they're having they're living it up they're living it up they're telling stories i wish they would podcast about it i i have a feeling they're going to um for these five years i i have a candle lit you know it's a spiritual experience i bought this candle mainly because i was feeling kind of you know a little bit of masculinity it's called man cave and i figured hey you know some people record their podcasts in the man cave and i also want to give a shout out to someone who is a podcaster and and a teacher this guy is is fascinating i would love to meet him one day uh sam how do you say your last name because he has a podcast what's your pod I'm, i'm trying to remember this guy is fit my god this guy is fit okay i it's like maybe i should work out with him shit um what is your show called brave and rave podcast burn and rave and of course angry dad ben uh you know angry dad ben uh who i saw at aftershock i didn't see him this last year um ninja okay and then we have our friend i was just mentioning ninja poet uh let me see if i can say yeah sam Piersdorf. sam Piersdorf, who is a really great podcaster and we've talked every now and then um so i, I want to give everyone a shout out i mean p- there's been people on this show you know there's um adam and alma that was hilarious uh that was before i rebranded the show so i rebranded the show because I was just getting tired of talking about stupid shit. Huh, politics and um yeah. But, you know, even even throughout the pandemic, I was I mean, I was having fun. Oh, this this was a funny show. I can't believe I had them on. Hold on. Darling, I told you about him. You know. Tonight on the Dr. Zeus podcast is Dr. It's Grandma Jaja. <laughs> I want this couple to fuck. They need to fuck more. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna pull away because it was a silly. It was during the it was during the pandemic. I mean, what are you gonna do? I I had I had loads of fun, just just sitting in my room, and doing the podcast. <laughs> um, oh, there was another person who was on the show, who I am related to, and um, we'll have him on in a bit. I'll play a clip. Huh? It's like the greatest hits. You know what I mean? And I and I I'm trying. How many shows have I fucking done? I've I've lost track of the shows that I've done. Seriously, and I'm gonna need some water in a bit <laughs> if I can. Uh, no, I don't want milk. This is the only show where, you know, I I don't have an assistant and. But then again, why why should I need an assistant? I'm able-bodied and able-minded to do it. And um, oh, even the cat the cat's hungry. Well, she has to wait. She, you know, she's got food outside to graze on. Um, 
when I, you know, this show has really, it's, it's taken on a life of its own. One time I was at Walmart. I don't usually like to go there. And I heard someone say the podcast name and I freaked out. And then I thought, oh, yeah, they probably know me. Because this show, you know, was, this show was about word of mouth. Um, I would do it and huh, people, I would tell people about it and, you know, and then also spread it. And that's how I got to know Jason Almy and his wonderful wife, Christine Almy. And, um, and now they've got some baby Almies and hopefully some future pro- podcasters. And, you know, screw it. I'm going to have some orange juice. Um, yeah, it's in the budget. <laughs> now, I have copyrighted songs playing. I don't know what Spotify is going to say about that. But, hey, I'll pay for it. No, well, I won't. But, <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm, I'm making a little bit of uh, – money um in terms of uh the ads coming in this is this is like a stunt this is like the actor doing their own stunts i'm doing my own stunts right now okay um oh shit did we have what was that oh i brought those back okay see my train of thought yeah i do have a little bit of add (laughs) but it works Okay, so five years, five. I was going to take the show on the road today, and I thought, no, I'm having fun, you know? I mean, yeah, and, you know, it was going to be like one big Willie Nelson on the road again. Well, we know about Willie. <laughs> there's there's multiple reasons why my generation likes Willie, okay? Um. You know, the obvious. And that, well, what did the church lady call it? His dirty little sex bus? It's not so little. You know. But, yeah, for five five years I've been doing this show. And it's been... I'm doing it now because tomorrow I'm having a procedure done. And I don't think I'll be available. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha to uh, celebrate the festivities of doing a show for 365 days. Um, Is it 365? Yeah. Because I never, the thing is I never intended to do the show every day. And then I started doing it every day and I was like, shit. And then I remember I got really, really sick and... (sighs) <sighs> yeah. And um, I still did the show. I sounded like Whitney. Remember, like, sweaty Whitney when, you know, she talked like that? Yeah. That's what I sound like. <laughs> but, um, and it wasn't in the budget for me to go to the doctor. Now it's in the budget. I know. You're like, what budget? Well, the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast has not made me a millionaire yet. But even so, if I was to become a millionaire, I would still do what I do during the day because I I would get bored being home all day recording. I tried that during the pandemic. And yeah, you get bored. It's like you got to go outside and you you got shit to do. 
And it's Friday. It's Friday. Everyone knows I love films. I love music. I love going to concerts. The Academy Awards, I have yet to go. <laughs> I went to a wonderful Oscar party. We're back. Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, five-year edition. I, I got rudely interrupted because I think the watch kind of like, I don't know what the fucking watch is doing. I really don't. Um, let me see. It, it never wants to, no, I don't want that. Huh, yeah. And recording and all that, and I have the candle lit. And talking and drinking orange juice, orange juice, not with vodka, because I can't drink alcohol. That's not in the budget. Well, the health budget. Oh my goodness, what a, what a fucking crazy time this has been to um, be able to talk about what I've been able to talk about. And um, when did I? I'm trying to remember. It's it's been uh okay because I did have a guest. Mm. I did have a guest on the show. In 2020, 2020, remember that shit? <laughs> oh, God. Um, was it this one? I've recorded so many episodes, I don't even know. See that. Yeah. Because you know what? Mother died. I think it says this show is 500. Um, okay, here we go. I wait tables at, at Spago during the day. Okay. You know, like that. Okay. It's not. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, it isn't, it isn't. However, it's difficult to drive for like Uber Eats and stuff because I did that in Phoenix and I made money and I started doing it here and I could not make Jack and I'm like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. But, um, but it's different with, I mean, no, it's not, it's not like that. There's, there's some things. Where it's like not everybody you meet. My understanding is even he's starting to get unhinged a little bit. Yeah. I think he's upset because he can't go out and chase pussy figures in quarantine. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Bill. You know. Bill Maher. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, uh, yeah, it was in his autobiography. Uh, Tony Zimopoulos, who was uh, president of ABC at the time, was trying to woo Carson. Oh, shit. Because ABC was hot in 1979 and 1980 because they were running off of Happy Days mm-hmm. and Vernon Shirley and 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 then Charlie's Angels, down as in, like, take their temperature before they go in. Yeah. They'll probably do that for okay. a while. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I, it will come back. It yeah. will come back. Yeah. The scene is, you know, George could play with words. He wasn't as autobiographical as Richard Pryor. I, um, uh, yeah, um, 
I don't, you know what the thing, you mean like in, in his autobiography? No, or? in terms of on stage though. Oh no, okay, yeah, on stage, yeah. that's true. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and, he, and he also like fudged a lot of shit. He would talk about his grandfather, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. My grandfather told me how to fuck, you know, I mean, I've been, I'm really paraphrasing. Wasn't anything yeah. Like that. He didn't really know his grandfather because his grandfather died. Yeah. Because he was a baby. But yeah, no, no, it wasn't the same way as like Flyer or Flyer was yeah. basically. I mean, they, and, and they, that happened when we were kids. But they were peers, yeah. though. I mean, they were peers, you know, they, they were, were peers. They were doing things that Lenny Bruce, you know, basically was put in jail for. You know. First went with him to jail. Yeah. Well, you know what happened, I guess he was hanging out with Lenny Bruce and he wanted to get arrested and Lenny Bruce looked at him and said, what are you, a schmuck? Yeah. I remember something like that. I think he told the, the cop to go fuck himself or yeah. something of that nature. And so that is my cousin who met George Carlin, I think twice. Um, I've had a lot of guests on this show, not as many as I would like. Um, you know... I mean, there. I have a list of people that I would love to have on the show that I know I'm not going to be able to have at, at present time, like Kevin, who is a friend of mine who uh, really has a radio voice. I mean, I've said this before and I'll say it again. People would list, just hear him talk because the way his voice is, ooh, damn, damn. He's even aware of that. The the mo He told me. The moment his voice changed, people wanted him to say things all the time because he had a really deep voice. Talk for us, Kevin. <laughs> Even his husband's like, oh, I could listen to him talk all night. It's like, oh, my. Huh. Yeah. There's a lot of people I'd love to have. I'd love to have the Almies on the show. Chris Wetzke, Adam Simmons, uh, you know, just, you know, party and, and have them on the show. So for five years, I've the first, let's see, from 2018 to 2020, it was the Dr. Zeus podcast. OK, so that's about almost three years. And then 2020 to now, it was the Dr. Zeus film podcast. I have no plans to rebrand it, even though I talk about film and music to some people saying, yeah, film podcast. OK, well, you try doing it every day which I have, um, how many, I'm going to, I'm going to guesstimate. No, I don't want to guesstimate. How many shows have I fucking done? Damn. How many shows? I mean, you know, at least Carson had someone that could tell him how many shows he did. Let me see. Um, okay. Could Stitcher tell me? How many podcasts have I done? Shit. Really? 2,072? No, it's got to be more than that. 2,070. How many seasons have I done? But see, I never... No, I didn't do three. Damn. Damn. Um, 2,000? It seems, it seems like more. Um... I mean, to really get an estimate of how many shows I've been doing <sighs> since 2018, 
and and my show is on all these different platforms. You Google the show, and the show will pop up and um, played. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> I I mean. It's funny when I kind of tell people to listen to the show and some of them don't listen to it. It's like, whatever. And I and I get it because people are busy and I'm not talking about true crime. Why? You want me to be honest with you? Why the fuck would I talk about true crime? It does not interest me. I get it. I get it. And And I remember watching the last series of Dexter and there was that chick who was the podcaster it's like, ooh, representation. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. Today I, I had fun, you know. I'm going to do another show in a bit, but I thought I would do this, you know. You you really cannot let a five-year anniversary just disappear like that. And um, to talk about it and to put it out there, I mean... I've, I, you know, it's, it's been a ball. It's been a ball. And like all balls, you know, we've got to close up shop and, um, yeah, we got to go there. Five years. Janet knows. Come on. Oh Yeah. It, it's hard to believe, you know, five years. Time truly does fly when you're having fun and you're doing it in the dark. Oh, God, that could be taken so many ways. I'll just leave it to your imagination. Um, my God, five years of doing a podcast. I would do it for five more. It's it's been it's been one hell of a trip. It really has. I don't think I ever um conceptualized where the show would take me and um yeah. I mean and some of the shows, you know, some of the shows have been like shite and some of them have been grand and then you know and then you have the silly shows. Um that Mr. Texas, where is Mr. Texas? I'd like to ask him where he is. He's not going to tell me. He is not going to tell me. Um, let's see. Michael Jackson. That was a funny one. That was a funny one where I had him on. And, um, <laughs> God. Um, play a little bit of it. Play as George Chambalapas would say, a micro, a micro dose. Couldn't give this speech to beg your mother to take you to see Michael Jackson. Skull Heather knows done by the Skull Heather. Let's, let's see. So her and this old lady walk to see Michael Jackson. Here we go. Hey, Michael, there's a sale at Kmart. Wake up. This will piss him off. Hey, Jacko. I knew that would wake you up. Your father is dying. Or do you want him to come there or do you want him to go to hell? What, what is... Hmm? I have mixed feelings. 
because my father helped raise my children. But what about your mother, Catherine? She's she's old as dirt. And I just don't want anything bad to happen to my children. How do you how do you process what is your children have grown up? Paris seems to like to wear um, things with demonic symbols on them. What is that all about? Uh, you know, I've Did you let her hang out with Kathy Lee Gifford or something? What the fuck? And I can hear the propofol is kicking in again. Is Conrad Murray there or what? This is Conrad Murray. Shut the fuck up, Michael. We know the two. Hi. Such a bad actress. Hey, Jacko, wake up. Jacko. Stop it, Jacko. Wake up. You know, Michael seems to think that propofol goes down like a spoonful of sugar. Did you buy that song too, or did you just buy all the Beatles songs? Michael, I got some questions for you. Did you and Lisa Marie have good sex? Why did you divorce? Then fucking talk about it. You're the king of motherfucking pop. That's the other thing I want to know. Have you met Elvis yet? Your your uh, father-in-law. So Elvis isn't... Where is Elvis? Elvis is in hell. He is not, bitch. For taking a shit on the toilet. You know, he couldn't help it. He had that burrito, and I mean, you know. So, Michael, your legacy... You died today. Want to You're as, as, as you are you are there, by the way? Pushy. Okay, that's enough. Do you use A1 steak sauce on your vagina? Do you just bake it for hours? Um, I don't know. I'm having a good time. You're having a good time? I'm having a good time. Oh, hi, Caitlin. Hi. Hi. Hmm? Hello, Brett. Where'd you go? Kenny. I made some. Mmm. A very naughty in Texas. Oh, yes. So since you didn't like last night's episode, it didn't have the pizzazz of Gloria Vanderbilt. What do you want to talk about tonight? Uh, I want to talk about lesbianism. <clears throat> well, my sweetheart, I know a thing or two about lesbianism. <laughs> okay. No. Huh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Carrie Fisher knew a thing or two about it, didn't she? You know, the fact that I haven't been on this fucking show in a long time. Carrie Francis Fisher. Thank you. You know, maybe I did dabble. You know, it is what it is. It's chicken on a stick. Thank you, Carrie. And Gloria Vanderbilt. Well, you played those clips and my 
ovaries just did a dance. <laughs> yeah. See what I mean? The ghosts of the Dr. Seuss film podcast. Oh, Janet, take us out. Yeah. Remember when she pierced her boob? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know where it went. Yeah. I have to play it. She, they're probably going to get me in trouble for playing this. But it's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Let's get dangerous. Let's get really dangerous. And let's go out with Tool. Yeah. Best band ever. They are playing Aftershock, okay? They are playing after. I love them. All right. Can Guns N' Roses do that? I don't fucking think so. All right? No. Yeah. I've seen them almost five times. Um, and but But also, I'm aware that this is a film podcast. All right? And I love films and I love music and it would not be right if I didn't play a film and talk about it. I love all kinds of films. This is one. I have a list of my favorites. This is one of them. Okay. This is on the list because it's just so Zaza. Doors for you, Patrick. Doors you never even dreamed existed. What times we're going to have. Now, what on earth did I do with that will? Now, it's here someplace. Ah, here we are. Well, now, get Marjong lesson hair done fitting. That can't be it. Oh, oh yes, 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 it is it. Oh, dear, this is a legal-looking document. There's a lot of folder I'll hear about the Knickerbocker Bank and some Mr. Babcock who's been appointed your trustee. Oh. Hey, Bjorn Norfolk, we did good. Never better. On your feet! On your feet! That is Anti-Mame. Well, that isn't. And The Northman. Those are just some of my favorite films. It's like Oprah with her fucking favorite things. You know what I mean? And then, of course, we have Tool. We have a lot of Tool. 
Oh, yeah. It's a party. Mm. Yep. I mean, we could just go out. I could stop podcasting and, you know, but I don't want to. Uh, there's There's just so much to play to celebrate. Huh. Yep. I love celebrations. Um, I love music. Like Miss Sugar. Yeah. Hi guys, I'm Thomas. I'm a solo drummer. And uh, Martin. Yeah. I'm Jens. I do the... <laughs> it's been interesting doing this show. It really has. I have loved every minute of it. And, um, <laughs> it's been a trip. It's been wild. But there's always, you know, there's always something. And, um, you know, we talked about the award season. I recently bought a part of the award season. And if I can play it for you. Winner of four Academy Awards, including the music, the score. Woohoo! You know, I'm not playing everything everywhere all at once. That was a good movie. But this film, this film stayed with me. It stayed with me in such a profound way. And at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, that's a major, major, major thing. If you can listen closely. There we go. All quiet on the Western Front. Um I've I have a lot of film scores that I purchased. Um Another one being The Northman, which I absolutely love. Can I play that? Yeah, The Northman. You know, film scores are interesting because they tell the story, you know, without it, you don't you don't really have a film. You don't have a film. You have, well, a biopic. <laughs> you do. And just listen to it. Yeah. I have another film score I could play. Ah. Take a guess what this one is. This is from 15 years ago. Huh. It's hard to believe. 15 years ago. Yep. Damn. Did I miss that mark? Okay. 
Yeah, I did. That's of course. Oh, that. Oh, I found the complete score though. Oh, okay. Or oh, oh, the main theme. I wanted the main theme. That's, of course, The Dark Knight from 2008. Huh. Film and music. A lot of great films. A lot of great music. But there is one in particular where... <laughs> I'm going to play his music. Um... This man's scores and film. Let's go. Inio Marconi. That's not Ennio Morricone. That is the Pulp Fiction theme. Quentin Tarantino. And Morricone worked a lot extensively with Tarantino. Including letting Tarantino borrow this for Kill Bill 1 in a very visually heart-pounding sequence where the bride calls out to Oren Ishii.
So that is some legendary film scoring right there. Ennio Morricone. But it wouldn't be complete without the Pierre Resistance that Ennio Morricone is so famously known for. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, yeah. And that's going to take us out. Well, kind of. Don't worry. Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Five years of film, music, and bullshit. Legendary Ennio Morricone. And I'm going to let the music play under me here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. So for five years, I have been doing this show. Shoestring budget. It's all me. I control it. It's what I want it to be. Five fucking years. Let's cut the music. So five years of talking about film, music, bullshit. Well, it's my own bullshit. (laughs) So I thank all of you for being a part of it and for listening for these five years. It's been painful at times because you go back and listen to old episodes and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? I think with the Alma and Adam episode where they were taught where I was talking like Zsa Zsa Gabor, that's where I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? So, for five years, it's been a roller coaster as is life. I was 37 then, I'm 42 now. So, thank you for listening from all over the world, from Canada, the LNC 666, Germany, France, uh, the uh, Middle East, uh, London, Ireland, um, Spain, Sweden. Everywhere. Uh, The show is listened to in many countries. It's listened to in the United States. I would like to thank all of you. I'd like to thank the Academy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I really would. It's been one hell of a trip. So, as always, for the umpteenth time. Well, you know what? We're going to have a friend say it. Um, Because I've been saying it for five years. (laughs) and I really say it because my cousin and I both like this person and I figured you know um yeah
darling. It's me, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Well, you little videotape worms, it's time for me to skedaddle. So wind me up and put me back in my box. Until next time, unpleasant dreams. <laughs> yeah. The person who coined that so beautifully and famously that I borrow from, as always, at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. By the way, I'd like to have Ari Melber on the show. I don't know how that would happen. But anyway, unpleasant dreams. Thank you for five fucking years. (laughs) 